live on 103.5 FM, WNHHLP, and worldwide from the studios on the corner of Elm and Orange here in New Haven, and online at newhavenindependent.org. This is the Canolian Condition Sports Radio Hour with your hosts, Vinnie Morrow and Joel Rudikoff. I'm Adam Joseph with this week's update. Let's start with the NBA. Kobe Bryant called it a career this week and went out with a very Kobe Bryant performance. Bryant scored 60 uh, points on 50 shots in his final game Wednesday. Uh, Knight wrapping up a 20-year uh, career in the NBA with an unbelievable offensive showcase in the Los Angeles Lakers' 101-96 victory over the Utah Jazz. Bryant finishes his career as a five-time NBA champion, two-time NBA final MVP, the 2008 no, most valuable player. And no criminal convictions. <laughs> 18-time All-Star, the 1997 uh, slam dunk champion, uh, and the Los Angeles Lakers' all-time leading scorer. And another uh, big NBA news this week, on the final night of the regular season, uh, Stephen Curry and the Golden State Warriors broke the 1996 Chicago Bulls single-season win record, beating the Memphis Grizzlies 125-104 uh, for their 73rd win. Uh, the NBA playoffs tip off today. The Eastern Conference matchups have number one seeded Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the Detroit Pistons. The Toronto Raptors are your number two seed. They're taking on the Indiana uh, Pacers. Miami Heat uh, are the three seed, and they're going to go up against the Charlotte Hornets. Hawks are your fourth seed, uh, and they're taking on the Boston Celtics. Out west, uh, we've got the Golden State Warriors against the Houston Rockets. That game actually tips off today at 3.30. My wife's San Antonio Spurs take on uh, the number seven Memphis Grizzlies. Oklahoma City's your third seed. They're going to take on the uh, Dallas Mavericks. And the Los Angeles Clippers are matched up with the Portland Trailblazers. Locally, the Knicks missed out uh, on the playoffs and head into the offseason without any draft picks or a coach. And the Brooklyn Nets ended their miserable season 21-61. and 61. They were outscored by 603 points this season. Their first-round pick belongs to the Celtics, and they are searching for a coach. In other Nets news, multiple league sources are reporting uh, that the team has parted ways with trainer Tim Walsh and Press Relations Vice President Gary Sussman. Mr. Prokhorov, I'm available. Uh, on a basketball note, uh, congratulations to uh, Brianna Stewart, Mariah Jefferson, and Morgan Tuck. The UConn teammates were selected with the first three picks in the WNBA draft. Uh, two quick NFL notes. Jets offensive lineman DeBrickershaw Ferguson made it official uh, this week and retired from the NFL. And the Los Angeles Rams have acquired the number one overall pick in the NFL draft via trade with the Tennessee Titans. The Titans announced on Thursday. In exchange for the top pick, uh, the Titans received the Rams' uh, original first-round pick. That's the 15th overall. Uh, two second-rounders and a third-round selection. The Titans will also get the Rams' first and third-round selections in next year's draft. The Titans now own six of the top 76 picks in the draft. Moving to soccer, uh, Tottenham's chase for the Premier League title continues against Stoke City. Oh, God. <laughs> Stoke Nobody City cares. Continues against Stoke City on Monday. Uh, and the Woodbridge Yellow Jackets take on Bridgeport United FC Sunday morning in local over 40 second division action. Bridgeport, Connecticut? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. You're on that team. <laughs> How are you guys doing? First game of the season. Nice. Uh, and this week in baseball, the New York Mets had a bad week going two and four. Jacob deGrom is out with some lat tightness and will miss his next start. And a kid. Uh, how, hey, right. where? Congratulations. Where's the lat anyway? You don't have Is that any. like a back muscle? You don't have front? any. You don't have any. Don't worry. Do I have any lads? <laughs> no. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jacob DeGrom does, and it's a problem. So the uh, the Mets held on last night, beat Cleveland 6-5. to five. Bartolo Colon picked up his first win, and Jerry's Familia notched his third save of the season. Alejandro Deaza, Ioannis Cespedes, Neil Walker, and Michael... Cespedes. Whatever. Michael Conforto, they're the, the best player in the National League. Uh, Conforto, all homered for the Metropolitans. Turning to the American League, the Red Sox uh, went 3-3 three and three on the week after beating Toronto last night 5-3 to three in Beantown. Rick Porcello was your winner. R.A. Dickey, former Met great, your loser. Keg Krimble picked up his third save of the season. 
Uh, turning to the Yankees, they went two and three on the week. Brett Gardner led off uh, last night's game against the Mariners with a solo home run, and that was about as good as it got for the Yankees as they were blasted by the Mariners seven to one at the Big Ball Park in the Bronx. Nathan Carnes was your winner. Luis Severino struggled through five and two thirds innings. He was tagged with the loss. Uh, but if you have Comcast, you couldn't see last night's game. Uh, the Yes Network and the cable provider remain at odds over carrying the top-rated regional sports network. We'll be joined by Yes President and CEO Tracy Dolgen for an update on the dispute. Vin, Joel, welcome back. We're becoming dangerously close to becoming a legitimate radio show. But let's not get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to put the lie to that for the next hour. Yes. Let me just say, uh, on this issue with the Yankees, all right, I've been a little bit slow on the uptake on this issue. You know, being being an inveterate Met fan, uh, it didn't really sink into me. Inveterate? Exactly what a disgrace Ooh. is occurring in the state ben, of Connecticut. Ben, his son might be studying for the SAT, so. The for, state of New Jersey. First disgrace, by the way, of the and day. And the state of Pennsylvania. The Comcast cable company uh, is depriving their viewers of the Yes Network, okay? And this is not an issue just for Yankee fans, all right? I'm a Met fan. Cannoli, you're a Red Sox fan, right? I am furious about, now that I have really taken a look at this, I am furious. And let me tell you who I'm thinking about. You guys always kid me about, you know, bringing my family into this, but I will just tell you, I am thinking about my wife's grandparents, Nat and Fran Greenberg, may they rest in peace, of Maywood, New Jersey. They watched the Yankees every single night. Every night. For the last 10 years of their marriage, when the Yankees were on, they were watching the game. Tell me, why okay? weren't they Mets fans? Uh, you know, they were like, look, I'm okay with it. Okay. Uh, their, their granddaughter married a Mets fan. That was probably a disaster. Okay. But it would be a bigger disaster if they were deprived of their Yankees. My wife's grandma, Fran Greenberg, loved her. May she rest in peace. She had macular degeneration. She would sit five inches from the television to watch her team every single night. Sort of like me with my iPhone. Exactly. But now, now in Maywood, New Jersey, look, and you can't say to Nat and Fran Greenberg, both 90 years old, oh no, it's okay. Listen to it. Listen to John Sterling. Who, I mean, that's torture. You can you can watch the Yes Network through PlayStation. <laughs> you can watch the Net, Yes Network <laughs> you think through in, in, in between Sling games TV. Play, they don't want to know about PlayStation. They don't want to know about Sling TV. They have their cable system. And they want to watch their beloved Yankees. And there are people all around Connecticut being deprived of this as we speak today. This at, is a disgrace. That's the second disgrace of the day. As a Red Sox fan, I understand how this works. Like, you know, when the Red Sox are losing, I flip on the Yankee station. Like, I watch the Yankees, hoping that they would lose. Because I would rather watch them lose than the Red Sox lose. So, it's even hurting me. Right. And listen, we, we see we live through this. You know, in in Greater New Haven, we live through this because Comcast refused to carry Ness in all those years. And by the way, pre-Twitter, you know, so you you got like the thirty-second update from SportsCenter on what happened with the game. Okay, and joining us on the hotline, we are uh, joined by Tracy uh, Dolgen, uh, president and CEO of the Yes Network. Uh, thank you for joining us, sir. It's uh, it's been 160 days since the uh, uh, since the um, since Comcast pulled the plug on the S network, and that's nearly twice as long as the Cuban Missile Crisis and Kim Kardashian's marriage to Chris Humphreys combined. 
Is there uh, any movement towards a resolution? Uh, good morning, everybody. Um, uh, we, we used to we used to like baseball and sports more when we would do countdown to spring training instead of countdown on days off the air. So uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's not fun. Um, and we really aren't any closer resolution than the day we started. But um, I, I think that was Comcast's plan all along. Well, you know, and we'll get into this, but I think when they took us off the air after we'd been on the entire season operating under a, um, a new agreement that, uh, you know, set, set a, uh, a price that the rest of the market was paying, uh, when they turned us off, they knew they had the lowest price. They knew they'd been paying it, and they knew that it was impossible that we were going to, you know, lower our rates. So they, they turned us off to have us off, not to, um, you know, exert any pressure on us. So, uh, I doubt we're, uh, we, we see any resolution anytime soon. So, Mr. Dolgen, this is Joel Wurdekai. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Uh, so let's just, you know, set the scene here. So you mentioned the market price. So basically, uh, so the Yes Network, so, you know, Comcast is in Connecticut. It's in New Jersey. But right, so in this region, they are a relatively small player. There's only 900,000 customers. So what that says to me is there's Cablevision. There's Time Warner, there's Verizon. So they're all paying the same price. Isn't that right? The same price that uh, you were charging Comcast before Comcast booted you off the air. Is that the case? I think we're having some technical difficulties here. Okay. Well, he's calling in from California, so it's... Um... Okay, yeah. So, you know, we'll get him back. But the question is, and the issue is, this is the market price, okay? Right. They're not... The Yes Network is not looking to charge Comcast more than any of the other major cable systems in the tri-state area. Right. If they were... And look, maybe they are, and we'll ask Mr. Dolgen that. If they're not, that is the issue, right? Cablevision, Time Warner, Verizon, apparently something called Sling TV. They're all paying the same month. Right. They're all paying the same dollars. So if they're all paying the same dollars, is this is this more than what it is? Is this a proxy fight? Is this between the major players in sports entertainment? Mr. Dolgen, are you with us? No. No. Right. So, I mean, okay, so because uh basically Comcast itself. Do you think Adam jinxed this when he said we were gonna become a reg- real radio station <laughs> about a real radio show? The good the good news is the problem isn't on isn't on our end. So. Okay, so, so, so you know so what? It's not our I feel better about this one. whole thing. Joel's in a full sweat right now. <laughs> no, I'm good. No, I'm good. Because you know, here's here's the thing. Uh, if there's a market price, so why is why is Comcast refusing to pay? Okay, but they're but they. What's the difference between the price that they they're paying for the Yes Network as opposed to SNY as opposed to the uh, New England Fox station as opposed to what they're paying for Nesson as opposed to what they're paying for the 12 ESPNs that no one watches. I mean, what's the difference in price? Right. You know what? I don't even care. Like, really, to me, that's not even the issue. The issue is what is the price for the Yes 
Network. And uh, we've got uh, Mr. Daldrin back on the line. Mr. Daldrin? I, I apologize. I, you know, technology being what it is, you would think that a, a perfect cell phone Wi-Fi feature would work, but now I'm on the old <laughs> landlines that... Uh, no problem. So. Anymore, so. so, okay, we're, we were talking we're, about... We're back in the 1970s. <laughs> we were talking about the market price for the Yes Network. And Cablevision, Time Warner, Verizon are all paying a certain price per subscriber for the Yes Network. And, you know, correct this if I'm wrong, but you were just charging Comcast that exact same price. Yeah, Isn't that I the mean, case? So, that's exactly right. So, our contract ended... Um, February 1st, 2015. If you remember, um, if I think everybody remembers, Comcast was trying to acquire Time Warner at that point. Right. And so if we had wanted to sort of maximize our revenue and we didn't care about our consumer, we could have basically named any price we wanted. Um, but what we did was, when the contract expired, or as the contract was expiring, what we did was we offered to give Comcast the lowest price in the market, even though they're not the biggest distributor. They're, in fact, they're the fourth biggest distributor in the market. Cablevision is much triple the size, as an example. Right. So we had already uh, renegotiated deals with, with those, uh, those big distributors previously. We'd agreed on a new lowest market rate, and right off the bat, we offered Comcast that rate. And right off the bat, they accepted that rate. So the rate was not in dispute. The carriage, you know, being on expanded basic, that wasn't in dispute. And, and part of the reason that wasn't in dispute is because I'm sure you know, they own eight regional sports networks across the country. In fact, two of those regional sports networks are in your area. We only compete against one of them, SNY, which has the Mets. Um, you also uh, have uh, Comcast Sportsnet New England, which has, I think it just has the Celtics. Those are one, you know, a team, uh, regional sports networks. So we agree with the price. We agree with the, the distribution. The price is the lowest possible price they could get, better than they should have gotten if we used our full leverage to sort of turn them off, uh, you know, when they were trying to buy Time Warner. And they accepted it. What they didn't accept was some of the language of the deal. And they wanted language. I'm not going to negotiate language on a, on, a, on a telephone call. But what uh, the language they wanted basically gave them um, an uneven playing field, which is what they wanted because they were the biggest distributor in the country, not in our region, against current competition and new competition. They wanted favorable language that we wouldn't even give the bigger guys because as the world changes, you want to be able to adapt, as we did with this. And I'm sure we'll talk about that, that new Sling deal that was announced yesterday, where you get yes on uh, the Sling beta or the Sling 2 package. Um, and so they agreed to pay that lowest rate in the marketplace. They paid it the entire season. We kept literally extending the contract, you know, a couple of weeks at a time, a month at a time. And they were promising us at, the, at one side of their mouth that if we extended them through the season, they wouldn't just drop us when the season ended. Um, and then, of course, if you if you believe you know Comcast and you know the reason their bills are so high, it's always sports' problem. They have sports surcharge. It's always sports is, is the issue. If that was the case, um, Comcast had already put the cost of our network was embedded in all of your viewers' bills. So um, we're paying so, for. So you know, we're, you're we're basically at, paying for. Everyone's paying for um, all the programming. Everyone's paying for yes right now, even though they're not getting it. Correct and. And, and more importantly, they paid that same price that was embedded in their bills for the entire baseball season. In fact, from February 1st to November 18th, they had paid that. And Comcast is out literally doing ads in your local marketplace and in newspaper ads, and they say a couple of things. One, they say, you know, we, we dropped it to protect 
you know, you and your costs and your bills. Um, and we did it because of a new price increase that yes, it asked for. That I think they quoted a 33% price increase, which I, I will not comment on the, you know, whether that's true or not. But, um, there was no new price increase. The last price increase which they paid, which they incorporated into people's bills, was now over a year ago. Nothing to do any time around November. And then when they said that customers were going to, um, you know, benefit, you know, from this, and they were just protecting the customer. Well, so on November, on November 18th, they drop us. So the bill that came in November and the bill that came maybe even December. Let's talk about that December bill. The you know at the end of the year. The bill didn't didn't go down by what they claimed was five dollars or something around five dollars a month. The bill actually went up four percent. But even create more crazy, they put an RSN surcharge on the bill, you know, to blame regional sports networks. Now they own two of them, so you know they're blaming themselves to to some degree. Um, and then um, Yes Network is the third, you know, of those. Um, or Time Warner, um, Mass Square Garden for some of your people is, is the fourth one that you have. So they they dropped. The most watched regional sports network in the United States, which means it's more watched than the other ones, including all theirs. And they triple the surcharge on the bills so just because, I mean, it's, they just don't care. They don't care what customers think. So, yes, um, uh, no, they, it was not a new uh, price increase. But more importantly, they didn't do it to lower the customer bill. They lowered it to increase their margin. Every dollar they were paying out, now they were bringing in. Every dollar they increased – they just dropped to the bottom line because their cost didn't go up. It went down. So can I ask you a question? I mean, picking a fight with Yankee fans in this area, I mean, what's the end game? I mean, because for, I mean, for years, we didn't have Nesson. I mean, as a Red Sox fan, you know, we didn't have Nesson around here for years, and it was miserable. Um, and, you know, but the Red Sox fans aren't the, aren't the majority around here. I mean, there's, you know, like me and like four other guys. Well, two more than Mets fans, but that's besides but the point. I'm a huge Mets fan, but yep. the idea that we didn't have Nesson for a long time around here. I mean, the Yankees are the vast majority of fans around here. Picking a fight with Yankee fans in Connecticut and New Jersey, what is, I mean, do they have an end game here or not? Well, I think that I think there there are, and and you know, all we can do is speculate, right? So I'm, I can't, you know, right. I'm uh, in all good conscience, I can't tell you what is going on in their minds. Um, because, if, you know, if you are as consumer unfriendly as Comcast is, and there are literally, you know, uh, you know, uh, multiple um, studies that, uh, that uh, you know, have been done around consumers to, you know, say, you know, you know, what do we think of your brand? What do we think of consumer service? Comcast finishes at the bottom every time on, on almost all of these surveys. Um, so they don't really care about the consumer. So I'm just guessing it's not about price because obviously, you know, uh, it didn't go to, to the consumer. It wasn't a new price increase. They paid it. It's not about the Yankees watch because you mentioned uh, a couple of the, you know, networks there. So in Connecticut, yes, outrates SNY, uh, the Yankees outrate the Mets. You know, I know the Mets haven't had a great year last year, but last year the Mets yes, they did. Uh, were out, <laughs> uh, outrated five to one. Five to one. I'm surprised so, it was that it was that little. When the poll came out that said 44% of Connecticut residents are Yankees fans, 37% were Red Sox fans, and 6% were Mets fans, I think that was a typo, and there were actually six Mets fans in the entire state of Connecticut. I don't think that there were yeah, 6%, no, I mean, it's, and uh, I was but, one of them. You know, the difference is, the clear difference is, and then I'll get to the end game, the clear difference is, is they own a piece of SNY. Right. Okay? That's why SNY is not, you know... The, yeah, but they're not a majority owner, are they? 
I mean, isn't it only no, they're, like they're 6% a minority or something? Owner, but they do their distribution deals. Right. So they do all of their cable deals. So it's, you know, one part of the company is negotiating with another part of the company. And I can tell you, when those happen, that Chinese wall falls pretty quickly on those things. Right. Um, but the end game, here's two possibilities in the end game. One is, it's a short end game, right? And the end game is very simply, every dollar that they don't pay out and every dollar they can charge more to the consumer increases their margin. Now, this was a company that tried to buy to get bigger by b- buying Time Warner and become even you know more than you know the biggest uh, distributor out there. You know, the super distributor. Government stepped in, said no, maybe that wouldn't be in the consumer's interest. So um, that's how they were going to get bigger previously. So after that happens, their behavior seems to be changing, and the way to get you know richer basically is to you know, do exactly what they do. It, you know, increase their margins by increasing their price um, and lowering their costs. So that's that's number one. Number two is that while Yes Network is the you know most watched regional sports network in the country, Comcast only has nine hundred thousand subs. They're a small distributor here, and so if they get into a big fight with Yes, that's very public. Their downside is is pissing off a small amount of their twenty five million subs, under a million of those subs. Right. Number that's number one, yeah. and number two now, and they don't care about that. They've never cared about that. And number two is they lose subs. Okay, but you can only lose what you got. You only have nine hundred thousand subs. Right. It's you know three percent of your sub base. So one speculation is is that um, that what Comcast is you know doing here is they're trying to act like you know the biggest bully in the world because they are bullying the number one regional sports network in the number one market in the country, um, and that's incredible an incredibly visible marketplace. And so when they go and the next deal comes up, let's pretend for a second, and I'm not saying they're going to do this, I'm just you know, speculating. You know, the next deal comes up, whether it's a regional sports network like Nesson, where oh. they're the whole territory. You know, they go to Nesson. Look, we, we shut down the Yankees in New York. We, we could shut down Nesson there. Right. And one of two things happens for them. Again, it's win-win if you don't care about your customers. Number one is you, you know, get them to accept a lower price because maybe they are the biggest distributor and they're setting the lowest price in the business, and that's possible. Uh, or number two, you turn someone off again, and you just let that money fall to the bottom line, and you become more profitable per existing sub. So those are two possible endgames. But I can guarantee you, Comcast did not ever expect, because uh, they, they own eight regional sports networks, they know how this game works. When you set the price with the biggest guys, you cannot give a lower price to a smaller guy. They know it. That's why they accepted the price. That's why they paid the price. So they didn't do this to lower our price. That that was not their end game. So as the actually the only Yankee fan uh, in the in the studio at the moment, um, you know, I, I lived through the um, the Yes Network Cablevision dispute uh, when I lived in Jersey back in you know uh, the early two thousands. Um, you know, which I think was probably for different reasons than, than this one. Um, yeah, totally different reasons. You know, it, do you see on the horizon some sort of you know Bloomberg type mediator? Um, Coming in to 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 nego- you know try to negotiate this and get all the parties in the room, or are we are we still that far apart? Uh, by the way, I, I'm sitting here by the way with two attorneys. Uh, my two co-hosts are attorneys and uh, would be happy to mediate. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> we have we have uh, we have different styles of negotiation, Joel and I. So yeah, right. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, Vinny, well, Vinny well style you know, of negotiation I, involves a baseball bat. So. Yeah. Well, well, again, first let, let me let me just address that con- the the uh, the original dispute that existed when, you know, when uh, Yes was formed. Yes, the, the reason there was a dispute then was pretty simple. Cablevision owned MSG networks, okay? Right. And MSG networks had the Yankees on them. They had the Mets on them also. They had, you know, every team on them at that point. It was, you know, the only regional sports network in the New York area. 
um, in you know New York DMA, obviously you know Nesson for uh, you know is in New England, but there was there, you know they all, all the teams were on their owned and operated. So the cable operator owns the regional sports networks. This new regional sports network takes those teams away to start a competitor to theirs, and Cablevision was you know not very happy that uh, they lost their teams to another network and probably would have been happier if we were out of business. Um, and so that dispute was much more sort of fundamental existential existence. You know, this is this this dispute is more about you know a, a bully trying to show every other uh, content company that you know they'll they, they can stand up to the biggest and the best. I'm going to stand up to you, lower your price, or I'll drop you, or you know you'll you'll be out of business. So, um, uh, do you I think, think this, I, I, I somehow do, lost your question there for a second? <laughs> do Do you think this is going to be something that other cable providers or Comcast is going to try in different parts of the country? I mean, if they could do this to the Yes Network. Which is the Yankees, which is your number one market. I mean, are you going to see something like this? I mean, is this going to be the the, the next thing that people do in like Los Angeles or in San Francisco and all the other major markets across the state? I mean, is this is this essentially a you know going to be systemic through regional sports networks you know across the country here? Well, I think that yeah, I, I don't think they would have fought. Look, Fox owns you know a large part of us, and they're you know they have market power. I mean, they're a you know big. Um, you know, entertainment content company. They don't have any distribution, um, and and so you know they they wanted to take on someone who was very visible. Um, they wanted to you know show how strong they were on the best product. And again, if, if they're not going to try this again other places, it's very unlikely they would have pissed not just their customers off, but one of their biggest suppliers. And you know, of course, nobody you know their image is going down in this marketplace, so that has a cost. So it's very hard to believe they would do it just. For the S network, but this right. is not more of a long-term tactic, uh, you know, that they would take. And and uh, now I remember your question, which I apologize I didn't answer. It's it's uh, I'm actually in a three-hour different time zone right now, or it's a little earlier for me. We appreciate um, you getting up early for us. No, no, it's it's fine. I'm just saying, you know, the awake uh, factor is uh, is less there. <laughs> but um, the, uh, the 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 mediation idea, you know, I I I could just tell you this, you know, we're we're not the reason that we're not in a room together. So, you know, my doubt is, since Comcast is, I think, enjoying having this fight, they're enjoying the bully notoriety, they're enjoying putting the money in their pocket. You know, one would doubt if the proper mediator came up, you know, I'm not, I don't know if they would do it, you know, but, uh, you know, certainly, you know, depending on who it was and all this kind of stuff, we, we want to get to a table. So, you know, uh, could there be that kind of resolution again with, you know, some public figure um, from our side, possibly, I, you know, you would wonder if Comcast, you know, why they would want this dispute settled, because all they have to do to settle it is literally flip a switch and I put mean, us back on. They're actually I bragging about the fight. To flip. I mean, they're bragging about this fight. I mean, they're running commercials bragging about this fight. Well, yeah. that's because that, that gives you, again, an indication of why right. they did it. Because let's be honest, you know, no, people don't care about yes, right? And people don't care about Comcast. People care about the Yankees. You know, you have a Red Sox. One of you guys is a Red Sox fan. Even Red Sox fans care about the Yankees. They hate them. Right. I watch them when they, you know, if the Red Sox are losing, I flip on the Yankee station to see if they're losing. And I'd rather watch the Yankees lose than the Red Sox lose. Yeah. But I'm (laughs) just saying that everybody cares about the Yankees. Here's the other thing, too. It's it's not just caring about the Yankees. Uh, It's caring about baseball. And it's caring about people. Okay. So I said before you came. So my family, we are huge Mets fans. Okay. Uh, and, but still, when I was thinking about this issue, uh, this morning, I was picturing my wife's 
grandparents. Okay, Fran and Nat Greenberg from Maywood, New Jersey. May they rest in peace. They watched the Yankees together every single night. Every night, you would go over to their apartment, and they were watching the Yankee game. Okay, that's what they did together. They did it together for years and years. My wife's gra- my wife's grandmother had macular de- degeneration. She was six inches from the television so she could see her Yankees. And Nat and Fran Greenberg don't want to hear about PlayStation. They don't want to hear about Sling TV. They want the Yankees that they watch every single night for 20 years on their basic cable system. And there are people, there are thousands and thousands of people like that all throughout the state of Connecticut, all throughout the state of New Jersey, who are being deprived of really one of the most important things to them in their lives. So it's not just Yankees fans. It is baseball fans. I mean, I'm, I'm a Met fan. And I am furious about this because we all know people. And, you know, not only that, but, you know, the Red Sox fans, the Mets fans, we think there but for the grace of God go I. Okay. If Comcast didn't own SNY, maybe they'd take SNY off. Frankly, I was watching the game last night. And when the Mets almost blew the, blew the lead in the bottom of the ninth, I was sort of hoping that Comcast would step in and take them <laughs> off the air. It was like watching the Discovery Channel Predators Week with, with, the, with the Mets being, you know, the innocent uh, small animal. But the thing is, we, we all know uh, and can identify with the Yankees fans and the people who, I mean, you've said in the past, this is not the sewing channel they're taking off. I mean, like, this is a big, big deal. And they are making a big mistake, a big mistake doing this. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I, again, you, you, would, you, know, you would think Comcast would care. But the research says they don't. The research says they're pretty much dead last. In, you know, in, in consumer customer service and brand experience, not just among, you know, distributors, but among, you know, uh, literally, uh, you know, major companies, you know, major brands. Um, and so if you don't care, you know, it, it, it's, it doesn't matter. It's just a very, it's a very visible product. But I would actually go a step further. See, the reason that regional sports networks are so valuable, you know, just from a business standpoint to these guys is because we, uh, sports, is one of the last products out there in this new digital world that is exclusive to them, right? So if you miss like a great show like on AMC, like you know the the season finale in The Walking Dead, you, I would be really pissed and, I, and it would really bother me. But I know that in six months I'm going to be able to make up for that and watch it, you know, on you know Netflix or Hulu or you know Apple or you know the iTunes Store or even God forbid a DVD, you know, and so <laughs> you know. When you miss this, you miss history. Those people who missed opening game, the people you're talking about who watched it for 20, 25 years or more, um, that, you know, it's gone. There is no, there's no second chance. Well, it's the last this. of the and, things you watch live. I mean, it's the last of the things you watch live. My wife tapes and DVRs every show she watches and zips through the commercials and about, you know, and she watches all these shows. But it's the last thing. You can't watch a baseball game after you know what happened. I mean, it's the last things you watch live. Although my wife would argue, saying, you know, I, I watch all the, you know, the 96, you know, Yankee games that are replayed on, on Yes. And she's like, oh, why are the Yankees playing at 10 in the morning? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> game happened 11 years ago. I will never forget watching last year with my 7 and 11-year-old boys, the Mets uh, clinching their playoff spot, right? And that's just something that we shared together. Uh, they didn't realize how, well... I mean, they didn't realize how rare of an occasion it was. I, of course, knew, and then leveraged that to get my wife to allow us to go to the World Series. 
because you know they only make the World Series every 15 years, and I'm 50, so you know the next time they make the World Series, I'll be 65 living in like Boca, but <laughs> I will never forget that. And this is not baseball. Look, there are no casual baseball fans. This is not like football, where you know people are not really sports fans, but they play fantasy football every Sunday. They may you know watch the Red Zone or watch a game. The people who come home and watch baseball games, this is one of the most important things in their lives. And you don't take off a baseball, the Yes Network or SNY or Nessin without serious repercussions, very serious repercussions. So, so well, Mr. I've, been, I've been at the Yes Network for a dozen years now. I wasn't there for the Cablevision uh, uh, dispute. Um, I've been here a dozen years. We have not been off the, for the exact reasons that you just said, that it is actually something important in someone's life. It is how people define themselves. You're a Republican, you're Jewish, you're Catholic, you're a Yankee. Well, I'm a Democrat and Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's part of that definition. So we haven't been off the air for one day with one of our major providers for that exact reason, because it's not something that, you know, it, it's something that means more than a rerun, you know, of an old TV show. It, 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 it is part of people's lives. It's the way they define themselves. And by the way, this is one of the, you know, we, we actually sit here in this day and we don't think about this much. But when I was a kid, I grew up on Long Island. And, you know, I'm, I'm old enough that I remember when games were just on picks. And, you know, <laughs> picks was WPIX Channel 11, which they're back on for broadcast this year for, you know, package. We still do a broadcast package only to serve people who don't have cable. I mean, it's the only reason really we really do it. Because right. um, there are still, you know, some older people who don't have cable and they can't, you know, they rely on, you know, having games. So when I grew up, there were like 40 games on a year, you know, on yeah. WPIX. We didn't have 162 Yankee games on. You know, spring in, training. In the same quality production as literally the World Series. Same truck that produced the World Series produces Yankee games. You know, the same complement of cameras. Um, and so, you know, we take it seriously because, you know, the Yankees are, you know, the number one brand. And you're right, it's not just the Yankees. People watch baseball, and it's important for the family. And there's all these reasons. And as you point out, it is really important for seniors. You know, um, it is a Absolutely. sport that uh, you know, older Americans grew up with before, you know, football became this you know, phenomenon, and they've stuck with it as, you know, new people have come in. Um, and it is, uh, th this is, they are harming their customers the other in thing a way about, that is existential. The other thing about these, these, these cable companies, so, you know, uh, we're, we're Comcast customers, so they have found a way to sort of like insinuate themselves into all aspects of your life. They offer, so we have t TV, our telephone service, mm -hmm. our, uh, cable service, our internet. We even have uh, our, our home security system. So it's, it's not such a simple thing. You're even wearing a Comcast t-shirt. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is not such a simple thing for people to switch. So if you're one of these right. companies that, you know, and more, more power to them. It was, it was a brilliant business move. They have insinuated themselves into all aspects of people's homes. When you do that, you're almost getting into public trust territory. Okay, you can't make a capricious move and take off a critical uh, part of people's lives like that. Nat and Fran Greenberg don't want to hear about, they don't want to buy PlayStation so they can watch their beloved Yankees, okay? It's just not going to happen. When you have a monopoly in an area, yep. uh, you have got to pay the public more respect, as, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Mr. Dollar, we really appreciate um, you... Uh, giving your time to us this morning. I, I, we have one final question, or at least I, I do, as a, as a child that grew up in the 80s. Um, 
when can we expect the Ricky Henderson and Rick Cerrone Yankeeographies? I mean, well, you know, uh, we're, we're working on them right now, <laughs> I mean, uh, and we're also at where Celerino Sanchez is is it's been very difficult to get done. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> And uh, the Horace Clark one is, you know, taking a little longer. So we'll 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 have those out uh, without soon. But you know what? This Yankee team, you know, the, you think of all the players that are now on this team, both you know, sort of the young guys and the you know the the old guys. You know, there are you know the Yankees. Uh, you you got to give the Yankees a lot of credit. Um, you know, they are not a they are not a family that uh, you know. Some people hate them for it, but if I'm a fan of the Yankees, I say the Yankees get a dollar. Um, you know, it comes into them either through, you know, people going to the stadium or, you know, uh, you know, uh, the money we pay them or however it comes in, they go out and they get the best players that they can. Cause that's, you know, the Yankees really are about, you know, winning, um, been a playoff team 18 in the last 21 years. Um, and, uh, say, so you know, they really understand that their customer, you know, that's the brand, right? It's, it's about Yankees are about winning and having players that you can do Yankeeographies about. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be negative on, you know, the Mets. I think the Mets have, had a great year last year, but, you know, that Metography <laughs> series would be rather short, uh, you know, so to speak. Oh, we could have Mike Piazza uh, so, uh, so, dodging, so dodging broken bat flying at him. Care about, and, I feel, and, I, and honestly, I, can't, I can tell you that we didn't do this. We didn't, we didn't cut Comcast off. They cut us off. But, you know, I feel terrible for the customer. You know, I feel terrible for the fan. I feel terrible for the casual fan. I feel terrible for the baseball fan and for the families because I know how much it means to them. And, you know, uh, I, my hands are tied. I, I didn't flip the switch, and I wouldn't flip the switch. So, Well, listen, we, we really appreciate you. I mean, we, you, know, it, we're, you know, here in New Haven, uh, in you know, greater New Haven, this is, you know, this is really, you know, Yankee territory. When, uh, when, when Nesson actually came on the air here uh, a bunch of years ago, uh, Larry Lucchino, uh, who was president of the Red Sox at the time, did something on the green and basically said, you know, this is the tip of the spear for the for for Red Sox Nation uh, going into into uh, Yankee territory. But you know, we are this is mostly Yankees, um, and we appreciate you, you know, you informing uh, the this this audience here what what was going on. Okay. Uh, it is well, it is I, I absolutely coming unfair. on, and uh, and I can I can just say I know you keep talking about not even trying, uh, you know, some of these other thing things, but that that sling product is twenty bucks <laughs> for twenty good channels, including you know one hundred and twenty seven Yankee games on Yes. Um, you know, until this is resolved, you know, at least that's a solution that you don't have to drop every, you know, your entire, you know, life that uh, Comcast has, you know, put its squid arms around. Right. Um, you know, you, right. you can add that on top of it or just drop their video service. So it, it's, it's not a great solution in terms of we, we want to be back on the air on Comcast, but it is at least something so people don't feel like victims. And I think that's an important thing also that people feel like they're not a victim. You know, they're not trapped by Comcast. They have some choice. Right. So, you know, Look, Mets fans are the real victims here. Okay, <laughs> we've been victims for the last twenty years, but now you know. No, but you know, really, thank you so much for you know joining us today. And this is, as I, I, I said, I appreciate it. I think it's a right, it, it's a serious issue. Thanks a lot. Okay. Well, are we done? <laughs> done with the show? <laughs> Listen, he's right. I mean, you know, Comcast is not you know doesn't bend over backwards for people, and this is a proxy fight that is far above what the what the yes network actually is i mean this is a fight between fox and comcast um for you know on a national level and which is why i mean you you may see this you know i think he's absolutely right i mean what's this stop them from saying to nesson next time the contract comes up like yeah uh no we're not gonna put you on the air i mean if you're willing to pick a fight in new york in new jersey in connecticut with yankees with the yankees 
you're not afraid to pick a fight with anybody. I mean, and those commercials that they're running, they're bragging about the fight. Yeah, this I I, I think they're trying to reposition themselves as, you know, we're on the side of the consumer because they've had a bad run. Did of, my bill go down $5? Uh, no. no, it didn't. No, okay. They're, I mean, they're, running, they're running ads to try to well, you know, okay, yeah, right. I don't, okay. consumer but friendly. Thing, would you know? I, I don't pay the bills, but I will say, right, and I actually, okay, so Robin saves everything. My wife saves everything. I asked her this morning, do we have copies of our cable bills for like the last year? And she said, no. Oh. I was shocked. Okay. But I don't. I don't remember. You can probably, you, that's probably good for you that the, the pay-per-view stuff's not on there. You, no, you can, you can I, probably, don't, I have no idea what you're talking you about. You can probably go on to the, uh, the interwebs uh, and access your account and look at your past billing cycles. No, but I will say, I don't, I don't remember Comcast making a big deal about the fact that they were lowering our bills $5 when they took the Yes Network off the air and they weren't getting charged $5 a subscriber anymore. I don't remember the big public announcement from them saying, Connecticut consumers... We're on your side. We're lowering your bills $5 a month, and we're standing up to the bully Yankees. No, I don't remember that at all. And you know why? Because it didn't happen, right? They're pocketing the money. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't get a refund. Not, not well, a, the, the best is that they already agreed to the price. They put the price in your bill, and then they said, eh, right. no. They agreed to the price, so they paid the price for 10 months. And it was because they were, merge, they were looking to merge with Time Warner. So they didn't want the specter of, you know, the federal regulator saying, oh, yeah, we're going to give these guys a much bigger market. So when they whack channels, then there'll be many more people affected. Is that a technical term? That. I, I think you're aware of the, of the term. <laughs> that's, a, that's a New Haven term. That's the kind of term that you would use in the negotiation. I mean, we offered to negotiate for them. I think you guys hey, would really be great in the room. If, you know? we are, if we are called upon, even as a med We fan, will serve. Even Look, for the same price that we're charging... W N H H for this show. <laughs> Zero. Okay. We're Zero. Will, we are willing to negotiate. This show is a public trust. <laughs> we are there for the people. No, I mean speaking of public trust. Yes. Your team didn't have a great week. Oh, the Mets. You, right, here's you, the you pulling the panic button yet? Terry have to go. Are you scared? Steve okay. Matt's gonna get out of the th- second inning today. You or might tomorrow? think that after a four and five start. I'd be pushing the panic button. Well, you're right. <laughs> I am pushing the panic button. It's over. They can't hit. It's over. They, it's over. It's over. Okay. April 16th. So is it? At 1043 Wasn't over when the Germans bought Pearl Harbor. No. Joel Rudikoff has declared the Mets season over. I think it's my fault, too. I allowed of course myself, it is. I allowed myself a glimmer of optimism. You said there's no jinxes this year. Coming the into this season. And they're the best team. I said we're going to finish the job about, this year. Have you seen what the team in Washington's doing? I think it's really great that your kids are old enough now to really experience crushing disappointment and understand it. Oh, right, yeah, the Nationals. <laughs> the Nationals are like twenty and zero. Right. I mean, have the you, Cubs yeah, are, are twenty and zero. Are you paying attention to what that team in yeah, Washington's I'm, doing? Yeah, I'm paying attention. Because you know what, this could be the curse of Daniel Murphy. All right, the same wow. supernatural powers that kicked in when Daniel Murphy turned into Mickey Mantle for the playoffs last year, up until the World Series when he was a disaster is now turning its ugly fangs onto the Mets, and the curse of Daniel Murphy... Let me tell you. ...has now kicked in. You got you got DeGrom with a kid and a back problem. Right, something called the lat is which hurting. You which you don't have. <laughs> you I'm going to go home and work the lats today. You, you got, <laughs> when I go to the gym today, I'm working my lats. You have Steven Matz, superstar, Ooh. 
Not so much. Disaster. If it wasn't Matt for Harvey is 0-2. Matt Harvey. He's, he's Batman himself. Matt Harvey is out on the town every night. Right. You know, I don't know if he's showing up the practices, if he's not showing up the practices. He's, he's looking a little thick. He's looking almost pan, I, I panda would, thick. He, you know what? The guy I has would, three strikeouts he, on the year. He's had two starts. He has three is strikeouts. Is he hanging on the, out with Bartolo a little bit? Oh boy. I, I really I mean, don't know. I gotta ask that question. You know, I saw a little bit of the game and I was like, huh. You know, the San Francisco. He doesn't look like Syndergaard. He right, he's not, looks more. He's not the Black Knight anymore. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. He's not the Dark Knight anymore. I think it was uh, right, the Giants banned uh, room service. From, uh, I, did, you see that, by the, did you see that story? That the <laughs> San Francisco Giants, when they were on the road, banned room service to Pablo Sandoval's room because the guy's got an eating problem. You're a professional athlete. It's okay for me to look like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, but Travis Shaw. I mean, he's the, he's the, like one of the few people that's ever been put on the DL because... Because he's fat! I mean, his belt blew up that, that, that first week. I mean, week. you can't... Listen, as a fat guy, there's nothing more embarrassing than your belt breaking. I've been there. Right. I mean, it never happened on national TV <laughs> while I was swinging, swinging a, a baseball bat. <laughs> but... I mean, we've all had a belt problem. Yeah, but the Red Sox knew what they were getting into. Okay, they they brought in Sandoval. They brought in Hanley Ramirez. The, but the, listen, the These Sandoval are people that had issues. The, the, cra but, the crazy thing too is, they say that he is in the gym, you know, working out more often than anybody else. You know that you couldn't beat him into the gym in the morning, which means that like yeah, but after. He's but he's got those Big Mac with him. Yeah, but after he goes to the gym, yeah, he's swinging by his personal trainer, Ben and Jerry, and like. Right. And listen, you know, listen, if he has an actual eating disorder, that's a problem. If he's just like, hey, I'll, I'll have another, <laughs> I'm calling room service at 430 in the morning because I got, you know, I got a, I got a chow. Right. I mean, this is a, the panda thing here. Listen, I, he's going to, all of a sudden he's going to see Dr. James Andrews for his shoulder. Right. Does anyone not believe that James Andrews is going to say, yeah, boy, you you know, you probably got a you know a labrum problem. We should go and clean that up. I mean, this is right. There's really pro. I mean, he dove for a ball. Yeah, you're gonna hurt your shoulder. <laughs> right when you're that big. So here's the thing. Okay, right now. But back to Harvey and looking more and more like Bartolo. All right, who do you think is going to have the most victories this year between the Mets, the Yankees, and the Red Sox? Well, you last now week, week into the season. You last week went strong. You had the Mets in the World Series last week. You had week. the Mets at like over ninety-five Maybe I still wins. Do. Maybe I still do. So I'm asking you guys. Okay, rank these teams in order of amount of victories at the end of the season, not counting the playoffs. Well, that would assume all three of them: Red the Sox, playoffs. Yankees, and Mets. Then, I think still think the Mets win more games. I agree. I think, I, I think he's at 87 wins. I, listen, uh, and, and I think part of the reason why is they got the Phillies and, you know, the Braves, and the Braves just won a game. I mean, they yeah, got the Phillies are looking pretty good. The Phillies are not looking bad. and But, I mean, the Braves haven't won a game. I mean, they just what they won their first game last night. Right. So, I mean, they're, they're going to, if they do this right, if they do what the Yankees used to do and they just like to beat the crap out of the bad teams, if they could do that, then, yeah, they're going to win more games than anybody else. The American League East, from top to bottom, is still a very good league, you know, uh, division. I mean, you know, Tampa is always difficult to play. Toronto hits that 
you know, hits the ball. Baltimore, hit, I mean, like that's the American League East. Baltimore's is still, looking very, very good. The American League East is they still a brutal yep. division. The, the National League East is not a great division. There are two. They're, they're very terrible. Good teams. The Nationals, by the way. You know, you might as well give Bryce Harper the MVP trophy already. We need the way we need this Papa guy Bond is playing. To start choking people again, <laughs> right? Because unless but he starts is, like, you know, choking this is, this Bryce Harper, this is the conversation we had last day. week. Though this is the conversation. Dusty Baker is a different manager. He's not challenged. You know, Matt Williams was challenging Bryce Harper that he's not running hard enough. So what's the heck? What does the guy do the next week? Tries to stretch his, you know, a, a double into a triple and breaks his hand. Right. A couple years ago, I mean, right. like Matt Matt Williams was an awful manager for that team. Dusty Baker, I mean, this is a guy who had Barry Bonds when Barry Bonds was at his players, you know, players most, manager. You know, right? Absolutely, he is the ultimate players manager. This team is going to be. By the way, did you see my boy Wait, Joe he, Ross did he, last he, night. He, he may blow up. Joe Ross is great. Joe Ross, yeah, he's no, he, he's may, a real sleeper this year. He, you know, Dusty Baker may, may burn a bullpen though. I mean, he may, yeah. So Speaking of young pitchers, what is going on danger. with Luis Severino? Listen, Adam, he, he's, he's a disaster. He's a disaster. I mean, do I think we'll be comparing him like Matt Harvey to Johnny Manziel next week? Probably not. But, but, but how bad but, do you got to be? Well, at be, least Matt Harvey is entertaining in his mediocrity. How bad do you have to be to get fired by Drew Rosenhaus, by the way? Wait, who got fired? Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Has, he, but Temo, why do you have an agent if you're not in the league? Is that another question? Well, I, we think should... he, I think he's seeking work. Yeah, I he's mean, trying you know, to get employment them. opportunities. Well, I mean, uh, he could go to labor ready. <laughs> I think he still has dreams of playing football, and I think. Well, but I'm just and saying. I think that he believes that Jerry Jones is probably still dumb enough to to bring him down to Dallas, which I would be feel just bad a disaster. No, I I feel bad for the guy at this point. Uh, you know, things are just not things are not right with him. Uh, I mean, he was a he was a tremendous college quarterback. Okay, really one Absolutely. of the best college quarterbacks of all time. And, you know, you could see in the NFL, he had uh, a certain skill set that I think could have been successful. I really do. I mean, he had some games where he looked like a legitimate... I mean, he was not Tim Tebow. No, okay, throw the ball. Exactly. He was a quarterback who could actually throw the ball. And, you know, things just obviously are not working out for him. But I will say... I still think the Mets are going to make the playoffs, but you know, Mets. First of all, from a from a financial perspective, after going to the World Series last year, I took the family to the World Series based on the economics of the fact that they make the World Series every fifteen years. Okay, so I need them not to make the World Series for the next fifteen years in order to, to make justify, that investment to, pay off. To justify, if Can, they make it every year, then let's just let, let me just. Because you, you you brought up the Mets again, the story this week that they sold all the nine eleven jerseys. Yeah, Mike Piazza's jersey. Was the, the the outrage was about Piazza's jersey? Yeah, but to come to find out, it was all that they them, actually yeah. sold all of the, the those jerseys. I mean, the Wilpons. I mean, that they sell them to. They put them up to auction. Yeah, private private buyers. Well, maybe maybe the Madoff trustee <laughs> was looking for a little payment. And they needed to come up with the money. Oh, you can't, that's... These guys dote up for Ioannis Cespedes. They need no. Look, I completely agree. Okay, no one has been. Did you see the three guys who bought the Piazza jersey though? There's a the three the three they paid over three hundred thousand dollars for the thing, and it's going to go. They're they're actually donating. I mean, they, they, talk about three guys who are doing it right and clearly have you know three hundred thousand dollars to throw away. So they're donating it. It's going to be on display at 
City Field at the 9-11 Memorial, which, by the way, if you've never been to, you absolutely need to go to, and the Hall of Fame. I mean, these are three guys who clearly have, you know, have, have their heart and intention in the right place to take advantage of the fact that the Mets are just that awful. That, that Mike Piazza awful. home run uh, after 9-11 was one of the five greatest baseball moments ever. I mean, it was just, okay, as far as a baseball moment, looking at the importance of baseball, I don't to dis- society. I, I don't know if, you know, top five, I mean, I, I don't know if we could quantify yeah, it in right. terms I'm of like a, a new, a new miracle like where it is just unforgettable. Listen, I, exa- I know exactly where I was. I was drinking with my buddies down in Stanford. That's the, a surprise. Yeah, I know. Um, but I remember, I literally remember the home run. I mean, you know, there's yeah. not a lot of home runs you remember. I mean, and I was down in Stanford uh, and, you know, obviously closer to to, uh, to New York than we are here. Uh, and Mets fans, Red Sox fans, Yankee fans, the place erupted exactly. as if it was like the seventh game of a World Series. As it, it Actually, it was more than that. It was... It was as if like the United States national team had won, you know, in, in Adam's terms, like the 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 World Cup. Like it, it didn't have right. a it didn't have a team associated with it. It was more of a everybody together kind of moment, and it was just a great feeling. Right. I mean, I'm sure in Atlanta they didn't feel that way, but I think you know, I think they even might have. But I mean, I, I, but to sell that jersey, you know, to say listen, the the guys who I bought it, did the, the guys who did bought it did the right, you know, absolutely did the right thing. Clearly had their heart and intentions and their money in the right place and, and are putting it in the right place so that people, so that if you in five years want to take your son down to the 9-11 memorial, which I would wait a five, you know, few years to do it. Right. Um, and that jersey is there as, is, you know, when you get through the end of that 9-11 memorial, there's this like what happened afterwards. Like that jersey should be on prominent display there because that was a moment that all of a sudden people released. The Mets put it up for auction. Look. Which which says to me that anybody could have bought it, which is an absolute disgrace. Ah, another disgrace. As our hero Don Corleone would say, word. it is an infamita. <laughs> Am I right about that? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no, boy. I need to look into that a little bit more. Look, if uh, if the CEO of the Mets wants to come on next week and defend and the... defend that move, you know, the invitation is out to him. If, I would, if Jeff Wilpon I'm not going to lie to you. I think I'd boycott it. Fred Wilpon, if Sandy Alderson, oh, the I, greatest general manager. There we go. No oh boy. Uh, the second greatest Sandy in the history of the world after Sandy Koufax. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good show. Yeah. Adam, what do you got? Anything? Anything? I, th- I think we did it all to this good, week, guys. Good luck on your uh, your game tomorrow. You, uh, you, you, uh, you're in the net? First game of the season. Yep. I'm... What was it last week? It was last week a scrimmage. Uh, scr- oh, a scrimmage. Ten, ten, yeah, intense scrimmage against the other other Woodbridge team. Okay. Um, you know, I think uh, our the Woodbridge team I'm on, I think, finished in the basement of the second division. Uh, hopefully, you know, we can climb up mid table, maybe get promoted to the first division. What are the odds? Mid table is that like a soccer? That's a term. Is that a soccer term? Yeah, it's a soccer term. Yeah. Mid table to me is like you know. Yeah, it's like the middle of like, <laughs> like what mid table at Katz's Deli in Woodbridge mid after buffet. the game. <laughs> With a so, pile of like so hot pastrami. What are the odds that Adam comes in on Monday with either a bruise on the face from catching a ball? Although it's the over forty league, I'm not are they kicking the ball that hard at you? You know they get a little, a little you know mustard on the ball. The question is, how did Adam get into the over forty league? <laughs> well, they they allow goalkeepers. The guy's like thirty years old, so allow- you either have to be over forty 
where you have to look like you're over 40. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, put it this way. If you're, you're going to bring in a ringer, if you're going to bring in a ringer, are you bringing in Adam? Are you bringing in this guy? First, the former starting basketball center <laughs> for the Pascag High School you were close rabbis? Was yeah. that the name of your team? <laughs> the rabbis. We were the Cowboys, by the way. Well, uh, the Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the, the Kinky Friedman Cowboys. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah. The they, Pascag they allow... Hill Cowboys. <laughs> They allow the goalkeepers in a, to, in to turn Torah 35. In there, the of the dearth, Bergen County High School League. There's a dearth of goalkeeping uh, goalkeepers Apparently. for the league. So yeah, uh, they allow the goalkeepers to turn 35 in the season, which I will at some point do. Um, oh, yeah. Why are you getting up there? Hey, when's your birthday, by the it's way? It's not the age. The My mileage. birthday's April 27th. Yeah, coming oh, up. Nice. Coming up. Well, what, do you get, what do you get? Somebody that turns 51. I mean, I know what we should get you, but. A, ca- a catheter? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't know. You know, it's it is what it is. Right? This could be our greatest and final show. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Well, Joel's fifty first birthday brought to you by Flomax. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, Imodium, hey. <laughs> the sponsor Gr- of the program. Great show this week. Uh, thanks to Tracy Dalgan for for coming on, President and CEO of the uh, Yes Network. Thanks to Eric Handler, uh, the communications guy over at Yes. You're really for sucking helping, up for a job. Helping huh? make it happen. <laughs> Uh, my resume is posted now. I... <laughs> Look, Shalom from New Haven. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week, everybody. Yeah, bye.